Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Coach Steve Show. With all my new technology we got going on, we're going to see what happens when it's all said and done. It might be just audio, but we are welcoming back one of my favorite segments that we have not done since July, and I did not realize it had been since July. Oh, wow. It's been a long time. You've been a little busy. (laughs) I've been busy, but also uh, there wasn't movies, I guess, to come out. You also just saw Shang-Chi, so... You know, that was the that was the big did we talk we did the one we did in July, so we talked about Black Widow, right? That's the last and one. We talked about Black Widow. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, we did all that. So we literally I have a Google Doc right now with all this stuff and I looked at it and I go, Oh my god, we, we probably need four hours. So we're gonna do our the best we can <laughs> to make it an hour and twenty minutes. Um but you heard Logan Lee, so yes, that means Geek Corner is back for a new segment. This is one of my favorites because I'm not just a coach now. I can be a human being and and talk about movies. But yes, this is Geek Corner where we discuss, I guess it's mainly Marvel until I branch out and talk, watch other TVs and movies and all that stuff. Right. Um, but you've already heard him. It's my cinema expert, the man, the myth, the legend. He is also the co-host of his own podcast, the No One Asked Us podcast, which... I'm going to do, I'm trying to get people to subscribe to mine. I'm going to make it my mission for people to describe to yours to get involved, <laughs> to grow that one. We, uh, yeah. So just a fun little note about ours. We, we don't get a lot of listens. Um, our numbers aren't great on a consistent basis. Um, but we did an emergency pod a few weeks ago when the Cardinals fired Mike Schilt as their manager. 
because Craig wanted Craig's a Cardinal fan, my co-host, and he wanted to talk about that because we did an emergency pod at the trade deadline where I talked about the Cubs stuff. So he wanted to do one after the Shilt trade, and that just blew up. I mean, it had we were averaging like you know twenty to thirty just on on YouTube alone. I don't know all the rest of the stats because he has access to that stuff. Um, but we've been averaging like twenty to thirty YouTube views a show. Uh, we do one a week, so that's not very many. Uh, but then that Mike Schilt one that we did last I checked was like well over like 300. Like it was just crazy. Just that one blew up. And like we've gone back to normal views the rest of the like <laughs> that one just must have got into like YouTube's algorithm with people searching for Cardinal stuff about the Schilt firing. Um, it was just kind of funny that that one just kind of blew up. And then now we came back to earth a little bit. So. I appreciate you. You spread the word. We'll we'll start doing the same thing on ours. But I think you probably have more followers than we do at this point. So I'm not sure what good we're gonna do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's it's been fun. Let's see. I'm looking at it now. Uh, 491 views from the Mike Shield. All of our others have been like 14, 23, 26, <laughs> hey, and that one had nearly 500. <laughs> I haven't had a 401, so you guys are. Well, that's the only one we've had. <laughs> so, Believe it or not, I think my most well, viewed one was a Fear the Walking was, Dead one. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, just, you know, just from a, you know, talking shop here before we start talking about this other stuff. It was only 35 minutes, which most of our others have been, we had been pushing two hours for a few weeks in a row. So this one was only 35 minutes. It was, it was specific. The headline was Cardinals Fire Mike Schilt. So just talking from a YouTube perspective, I have no idea about the about the hits it had on Spotify or Apple, that stuff, but just YouTube, like it was very specific. Like it was just about one thing. We did at the very end talk about something else. I I think it was about the James Bond movie. I did ask him a question about that at the very end, but it was just it was it was short, it was precise, it was exactly what it was. And we had a lot of people comment just about not about us, just about the firing and it just worked. So I don't know. But again, we've had three more since then, and we've had no more than 23 views on YouTube. So well, <laughs> it is what it is. Right before we start, people said it's always the title. Like the title is what it gets is. it. And I it learned is. that. So like for Geek Corners, I went back on YouTube and tried to title them like Geek Corner and put like Black Widow. And hopefully that's what when, yeah. you know, whatever. Like one of ours has like over 120 some. And I can't remember which one yeah. it was. But that's the title. So on mine, I've learned quickly, like, you can title it whatever you want and then talk about whatever you want. Yeah. It's it's all a work in progress. You've been doing this for, obviously, far longer than we have. Uh, in fact, I said before, you were the one that kind of inspired me to do this. So I came on your show, was that last December, probably? Last November, something like that? Yeah. That was like the first time we did it. We did a Geek Corner. Because you had your I Christmas think, lights up. That's what I remember. Those Christmas lights were up. Yes. The Christmas lights are still up. They never actually came down in this room. But uh, yeah, it was somewhere around there. And then it was uh, at the early 2021 that Craig and I started our show. So so yeah, it's uh, it's obviously well, still a work in progress for both of us. But I was your guinea pig because you, you came on and I said, come back again. You said, yeah. we'll see. And then afterwards, yeah. you were like, I'm down. And I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> And we, we, yeah, so um, let's uh, let's let's talk some Marvel. How about yeah? I even made a Google Doc while I was at school. Nobody tell anybody, but I was sitting there like I'm gonna type up. <laughs> and then I like my very first thing. I was trying to go in order of like what came out because I saw Shang Chi after way after. But what if was out, 
and I watched the first episode and then I got so busy that I just was like, let me build it up and then I'll watch it. Um, I didn't know if you want to discuss that or not. I actually liked it, but I only liked... We can talk about all of it. Yeah. What If came out and everybody knows it's the animated... Well, first of all, spoilers. If you've never watched any of this, just stop listening, especially when we get to Eternals. Like, just, Yeah, we're going to have we're gonna have spoilers for what well, are we talking about. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Uh, Loki. Lo- we already did Loki. What If. We already oh, we did, did Loki. Loki. So yeah. Shang-Chi, What If, and Eternals we're going to have some spoilers for. So. And uh, if we have time, maybe we'll do our MCU rankings. I did them in like two minutes, so some of them I may have to change. <laughs> but um, it's okay. <laughs> it's also... This is going to come out Monday on November 8th. 8th. Today is Stranger Things Day because on this day back in the 1980s, Will Byers was taken to the Upside Down. Oh my goodness, I didn't even realize that. That's why I'm wearing this. Okay, that's good. I like that. I'm wearing my Toy Story shirt. And, Logan, right before this, Geek Corner. another minute trailer for Stranger Things Season 4 came out this morning. I didn't see that either. You're and way ahead of me on the Stranger Things stuff. It's going to be uh, around spring break. Mm. See, I was really pulling for Christmas, but I think they just got delayed so far delayed in this that that just didn't seem like it was. That could be happen. season five. I hope they're filming it back to back because we've waited so long. But yeah, that could be a that's uh, going to be the last one, right? I think so. I think they said I think they five have, is the last. I think they planned it out for five seasons. And then after that, they kind of didn't know. But I just want to bring that up real quick. But yes, what if came out? Now, I watched the first episode because um, it was said that this was going to have some type of impact on the MCU that we're watching now. Whether that is we're going to revisit some of these in actual movies or in actual TV shows. I know you and I texted about it. It was good for what it was. I think it was literally... If we never see any of these storylines again in the Marvel universe, it was a good filler to get us through until Shang-Chi and Eternals and then Hawkeye will be coming out in November. Um, I enjoyed probably four episodes of it. The rest of it, I'm just kind of like, okay, we could have gone without all 10 of these. Like, Of course, the Doctor Strange one I loved. I think everybody loved that one because it had the most going on and explained. I think that I I think that was, in my opinion, that was by far the best episode. Was the Doctor Strange one? And I liked the the very last one. The very last one I liked. Yeah. Um, because then it made sense. It all started to come together. And one thing I was shocked about was how many characters they did bring back to do voices. Some I forgot they actually brought them back. Now I was disappointed. Yeah. There's that, a lot that they didn't, though, too. Right, like, uh, I kind of wish they would have brought all the Guardians of the Galaxy voices. I wish they would have. Yeah. And I don't know why they didn't. I don't know if it was scheduling conflicts. Yeah, or, I I don't know the whole story on that either. Um, who they who they brought back and who they didn't. I don't know why that was. It was Chadwick Boseman's last ever performance. Um, I guess if you want to call it that. I mean, his vocal performance at least. Um, before he passed, you know, suddenly a few years ago. So, um, yeah, that was that was last year, I guess, right? Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, yeah, that was his last. But yeah, I don't I don't really know what the reasoning was uh, for why they brought back some people and not others. Um, I'm sure it had something to do with contracts or negotiations or schedules or whatever. But and you know, it's not like voicing animated stuff is really time consuming. I'm sure that most of those people that they brought in recorded their stuff in a day. Um, 
So I, I don't know that it's necessarily a timing issue, and they can really do it anywhere that has a vocal recording studio. So, you know, I, I don't know. It just kind of depends. Um, so I, I don't know the whole story there. Um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, what I am curious about, and nobody knows the answer, and we'll never know the answer, I heard something about there might be a season two, but that could just be diving into like, oh, this is easier than filming an actual movie. Um, yeah. But so was it Tom Hiddleston that just, said this is going to have some type of impact? Somebody has. I don't know if it was him or not. I, here's my thing. Um, I didn't dislike What If. Um, I just never fully got invested into What If. Um, but I've also said on here previously that my um, interest and commitment to these Disney Plus shows have has gone down since the very beginning. Um, that's a combination of the show may or may not have been as interesting to me or the fact that I just got busier and busier. And it was just harder for me to do it. Um, you know, so when WandaVision came out at the beginning of 2021 or whenever that was, I was still working from home. It was a lot easier for me to watch that. I was invested in the lore. I wanted to know what was going to happen next. There was a ton of theories floating around it. And then every series since then, my interest just kind of went further, further, further down. Um, and with what if it's not that I wasn't interested in it. It just never really caught. It just never really captured all of my attention. Um, I thought it was creative. I thought the animation was great. I thought the animation was beautiful. Um, I thought that the vocal performances who they did have were, were great. I thought that some of the episodes were really well done. Um, I don't think they all were necessary. I don't know that any of it was necessary. Uh, I don't know what sort of, because they, they really pitched this as this is going to have implications on the rest of the MCU. And while I'm not, I'm not saying that that's not true. I just don't really know what those are. If anything, I could totally see Jeffrey Wright, the watcher mm -hmm. coming up at some point in a, in live action form. I could totally see that happening. Um, the rest of it though. I mean, at this point, we're just so far deep into the, the multiverse. Everything is the multiverse now. Um, you know, we had, we finally kind of opened it up with Endgame and uh, with Ant-Man and the Wasp. And then we kind of teased it during Spider-Man Far From Home. Now we're getting the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness. And this Spider-Man's going to have something to do with this multiverse. Venom, I don't know if you saw Venom. Spoiler alert, I guess a little for the Venom post-credit. That's kind of also teasing some sort of multiverse of some sort. So we're just very deep right now into everything is about the multiverse. Loki was about the multiverse. Um, so, it. I mean, that does surprise me that they're just feeding into that with Eternals. I just thought it was a, I thought it was a clever way to do something different. Um, I don't know that it really advances the greater story of the MCU. Um, but I, I think it was just a, it was a clever way to do a cheaper version of a TV show um, that they could do several episodes on bring in voices that they're familiar with, um, you know, try out some new stories, see what works, see what doesn't. Uh, I thought the zombie episode was very interesting. Um, I do think that was kind of a, a litmus test sort of for the MCU to see what we can do. Uh, I also think it's interesting. This is kind of a sidebar, um, but they, the zombie Captain America, zombie C Rogers is a 
costume character at Marvel's um, Disneyland. Okay. Um, part of their park, which Disney, uh, from the from the park's perspective, has never really gone too hard into, you know, anything too super scary. Um, so for them to have a zombie character as a walk around character is kind of, again, I think it's kind of a litmus test type of thing for Disney in general, for the, for the parks and for the shows and for the movies. Um, you know, they've teased this whole multiverse of madness being some sort of a horror movie. So, you know, I, I think a lot of it was just kind of throw some things out there. We'll see what sticks. We'll see what gets well received. Some of it might show up later. Some of it might not. Um, but either way, I, I think it was mostly well received from from audiences. I I never really fell in love with it. That doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. That doesn't mean I wasn't paying attention or whatever. Um, but you know, I thought it was just an interesting tool for them to use to see, you know, what they can do down the road. Yeah, I, th- I think it's because you didn't have to watch it. Like again, I think I think WandaVision scarred everybody, especially you and me, because we were like so yeah. deep into the the theories and also it, it was COVID. Like I said, if these were coming out on our normal schedule, we would not have time to dive into yeah. that. Maybe stuff would be more teased out there because now we have to wait so long. Yeah. They can't yeah. tease. I, uh, yeah. I blame Eric Voss at new rock stars. I don't know if you're familiar with new rock stars or any of their stuff, but he was one of the driving forces of the whole Mephisto thing. And I was watching all of his theory videos. So yes, for the WandaVision thing, that yeah, that's just where we were. It's just a different time right now. And I think the Wednesday releases had something to do with it. Now they've been Wednesdays since Falcon Winter Soldier, but I don't know. I just I was just never fully invested in it. Doesn't mean it wasn't good, but I was that's just where I stood on it. Yeah, and then some of it the storyline didn't make sense. Like, what if Killmonger rescued Tony Stark? I was like, they were never around each other. So I, I, I get it. Like, that's the whole point of like, yeah. what if these two are, uh, you know, T'Challa becomes Star-Lord. Like, what, what, what like, it's yeah. cool, but I think that's why when I saw those type of episodes, I said, okay, I don't have to sit down on a Wednesday night and watch this. Now with football, I didn't watch all these till like two weeks ago. Like, I sat down and I said, I'm just going to watch them. Yeah. And it's good. Like if you got a half hour, you're gonna watch it. If you've got an hour, you're gonna watch two. Yeah. Um, but like you said, maybe we'll see some of these pop up again in uh, Doctor Strange: Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Yep. Yep. No. No. You made a good point. They were not. Re- they weren't really appointment television. Right. I think the other three shows, especially Falc or especially WandaVision and Loki, were appointment television. Um. What if wasn't it just it just wasn't appointment television? I mean, I still watched it on Wednesdays, but it was just it just wasn't that for me, and I don't think it was that for probably the general population. Certainly, some people you know felt differently, but um, I just don't think that was really the style of what that show was. The ones for me that I think we will they're going to revisit is uh, the Doctor Strange one because that one was probably. I mean, that really told us why the multiverse is so important because when he's trying to change the past and it keeps happening, I could see that type of thing happening, especially because we'll probably talk about the the Spider-Man trailer because there's already the the rumors are swirling. And so I could see that one being revisited. You mentioned the zombie one. That could be a part of that movie where the horror comes in. It was like that episode was a Walking Dead episode. That is exactly what the Walking Dead was. Um, so I think right. they're going into that 
And then the one I could see coming into play is uh, the last two. You know, what if Ultron won and then the Watcher and Ultron? Because it's been rumored yeah. that Ultron comes back. You know, like it's been rumored that he's some part. So I see those three kind of coming back. The rest were just kind of like, this would be cool if this happened or what have you. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be cool if Ultron kind of came back in some form. Like, and just because it's James Spader. Because I think he played the voice perfectly and that was actually him acting right. it. But those are only three I could see coming back. Um, maybe the Tom Hiddleston stuff, but we'll see what Loki season two is. And I don't want to dive into all the theories of it. I mean, we will when we get to the Doc the Spider-Man trailer because those swirled right when that happened. And I, we all saw it a day early. I saw I had to when it got streamed a day early. I was like, I have to find it and I watch it and I've got to figure it out. And then some new one came out, but the new one that came out only shows like two other things. It's nothing, nothing important. So those are only ones I see coming out, but the Doctor Strange one was the best. Um, but I like how it wrapped together. I thought the Watcher was Kang the Conqueror at first. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down... The likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Because it kind of looks like that. So talk about the multiverse. Could that just be another variant of Kane the Conqueror? So is that going to make like all that stuff? I'm not going right. to dive too deep into it, but that were my thoughts when I first saw it. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that. I don't I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't think that's the story they're going off of um, in terms of the comics. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I think that his character probably will return at some point. Um, I we can talk about the Eternals. I thought that was his voice at the end of Eternals. Um, we'll talk about, again, we've already gave the spoiler warning and we'll talk about Eternals soon, but I thought that was Jeffrey Wright's voice talking to Kit Harrington during the post-credit or the mid-credit, mm. whichever it was. I don't know that it was, and I think we've, we've had confirmation that it's not, according to Chloe Zhao, but um, anyway, I thought that's who that could have been, um, but I don't think that makes a lot of sense. I just thought it was his voice, but I do think his character comes back at some point. That could be what they're talking about, like impact. Like he could show up in whatever. It could be Doctor Strange, could be Spider-Man. That could be a post-credit scene of Spider-Man. Who knows? I'm not going to dive too deep into all that because WandaVision scarred me for life. And and all these theories are going to be right at some point. We just don't know when or where it's going to happen. And they have to, they have to, we just don't know when or where. Like, Sang chi I was wrong on a couple of theories I had. And Eternals, I was wrong on a couple. So I'm like, I'm done. I'm just not going to be right ever again. Um, so on my doc, my Google doc, 
Yes. You can either talk Shang-Chi next or Eternals. It doesn't matter. Let's talk Shang-Chi. I loved it. Yeah, I did too. Um, I did too. Here's the theme for Shang-Chi and Eternals. They're Marvel movies, but they don't feel like Marvel movies. Yes. Correct. And I think that's why some of the reviews for both coming into it were so low. But we're moving away from what we know. Now, the characters that we know are going to be there. They're going to have a big part of it. Like, Doctor Strange is going to be a huge factor for the rest of these movies. Wanda's going to be huge. Spider-Man's going to be huge. Who else am I missing? Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to be huge. Like these, I don't know the Spider Man. I don't know the Spider Man's going to be huge. <laughs> I think Spider Man's out of the MCU after oh. this next movie. But we'll talk about that down the road. Uh, Yelena from Black Widow will be a big. She'll part be of huge. The like, yeah. But, but I mean, we also we we know we're getting a Blade movie. We know we're getting X Men. We know we're getting Fantastic Four. Like, there's just so much still coming out that we just I don't I don't know that they'll who they'll keep around and who they won't and all that stuff. Um, yeah, with, with Shang-Chi, I thought my thought during the whole movie was, had it not been for Wong and, um, uh, whatever the other character's name was, they were fighting in that Um, one scene. Yeah. Um, had it not been for them showing up, wouldn't have even known it was a Marvel movie. Like it just felt, it just felt different. It was just a different kind of movie. Um, it, it really wasn't until the very end when we have the big, and we can talk about that, but the big CGI fight scene at the end, like that was the most Marvel thing of the whole movie. Um, but yeah, it just, you know, it, it still had its, you know, its Marvel um, blueprints. I mean, there was, there's still the funny side character and there's still a cute marketable action figure toy stuff plush toy that they can sell i mean there's still those token things but for the most part it just felt like its own thing um it had very little to do with the rest of the mcu uh, up until really the very end um i really enjoyed it i i was kind of i was kind of surprised i i don't have um i don't have really much of a history with you know um those type of that style of movie like the the you know, the Kung Fu movies, like that type stuff. Um, so I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought that it was well-casted. Um, I thought that Tony, Le- Tony Leung, the the villain character, I thought he was great. I thought the the guy that played his dad, I thought that was honestly one of the best villains Marvel has ever had. Uh, I, th- I think you could probably put him in like the top five. Marvel's te- has a tendency to have some bi- really bad villains. Um, mm-hmm. and I think he was easily one of the best they've ever had. Um, Aquafina was funny. I, I know yep. I enjoyed the the way they brought back uh, Ben Kingsley to be the you know the the Mandarin from yes. Iron Man three um, was kind of I mean whatever uh, it made me laugh. He was there for comedic relief, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I was I was pleasantly surprised uh, by how much I enjoyed it and. Uh, Spoiler alert! It's the it's the best comic book movie of the year, um, and we've already had four of them at least. So, um, so yeah, it, I I think it's I think it's great. I was really pleasantly surprised by it, and I I would I'm excited to see what else they do with that franchise. 
it felt like a Marvel movie from when we were growing up where there was not this connection to all of them, if that makes sense. Like when Iron Man came out, it started the MCU. So now all these movies are intertwined. When we were growing up, they were just making the movies to make them to, you know, like we're going to show this character. Like that's what it felt like. I felt like they just made this movie to be a good movie. Kind of like Black Widow. Black Widow was just a good movie. Like you said, if they didn't have those little characters, if they didn't mention some of the Avenger stuff, you would never have known this was an MCU movie. And right. we are diving into like uh, the, the the dad. He's been around for thousands or hundreds of you know thousand years, so he's seen all this stuff. Right. And then, spoiler alert, everybody kind of knows Eternals. Same thing. Like they've been around, so now they're kind of opening up all this other stuff. But I really enjoyed it. The comedy was there. It had just enough comedy, if that, you know what I mean. Like, Marvel's a good... Even in Eternals, Eternals had, I think, just enough comedy in it. But I loved it. And then, like you said, it wasn't until the post credit scene even. Then, all of a sudden... I love the post credit scene. You see uh, Captain Marvel. You see, you know... Yep. Hulk is back. He's not the Hulk anymore. He's... Uh, Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. He's himself in a, now. In a cast or in a sling. He's himself yeah. now. Um, so now it all ties back in. And so don't be surprised if we see them in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, because now they're connected to Wong. Don't be surprised if that's if, if he makes his return. Right. Um, but you're right. I enjoyed it. It was, it was a good movie. Like, not even a Marvel movie, just a good movie. Yeah. Um, thank God the little animal with no eyes or face, nothing happened to him. I was like, I swear to God, <laughs> I will walk out of this theater if something happens. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, it's my as I said, it's my favorite comic book movie of the year. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of the year in general up to this point. Now there's still a lot I still need to see, but as of right now, it's it's certainly up there in the conversation. Um, I just had a really good time with with that movie. I thought that it was a great introduction to that character and that story. Um, it's been a while since I've seen it now, so uh, I, and I teased it. The the biggest issue I had was the third act scene, the fight scene, the war scene. I oh yeah, that villain, the villain with his, the, the his dad, whatever his name was. Um, I thought he was a great villain, and mm-hmm. I wish they would have made. I wish they just didn't have to abide by this Marvel blueprint where they have to have this big CGI, everything's blowing up type of war scene in the final act of the movie. Like, I just didn't think that was necessary. Like you have a great villain here. Make that, make that your big climax, make it to be something more to do with him. It wasn't really to do with him. It was this big other monster that came out of nowhere that they had to go after. Like that to me was like the weakest part of the movie. Like this, I I get that they have to do these things, but why? why do we have to keep doing these? Like, why can't we just have a grounded character, a grounded boss battle, if you will? Like, why does everything like same thing with Eternals? And we'll get to that in a second. Like this, it was the same thing. It just turned into be this big, huge CGI fest at the end that I get that that's what the Marvel movies are. I just, I just wish that they didn't feel like they have to do that every single movie. I think both of those movies were in my opinion, I think both of those movies were hurt by those those scenes at the end. 
So that was really my big negative takeaway with Shang-Chi. Um, trying to see if I wrote any sort of a review here that might um, pique my uh, pique my remembrance. I don't remember if I wrote anything about this or not. I don't know. Either way, um, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed it. I agree. When he was um, hitting the wall, you know, when he was trying to break open the, the big yeah. barrier, I kind of thought they would have stopped him and it would have come down to everybody versus him. That's what I thought yep. was going to happen, which maybe would have been better. You wouldn't have to yep. have the dragon fight scene and all that. If it really came down to that, or maybe he churns, maybe they figure out he becomes a good guy. Like, I think that could have been another avenue that you could have went down, I guess, instead yep. of like, oh, we're going to have this other thing come out. He dies. Then they got to kill this thing. So I get it. But like, if that's the weakest part of the movie, that's they're doing their job too. But yes. Yeah, no, they, I agree. They could have I made agree. it to where let, they stopped him. And now it's just versus him. And see right. what happens. I agree. But good movie. We didn't feel like a Marvel movie. Then we get the end credit scene where now we see how it's going to slowly tie in. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the other thing I did want to mention. I just because of this is where we are. And I think I talked about this when we talked about black widow, my whole thing with these movies is how is this going to progress the greater story? Um, I don't think that's how I should be viewing these movies, um, but it is like we're 20, however many movies deep into this thing. And now three TV shows, like every one of these movies I, I sit in, I watch, I think, how is this progressing the greater story with black widow? Other than introducing a few new characters that, other than Yelena, may or may not ever show up again, mm-hmm. how is that progressing the story? It didn't. It really didn't, other than introducing her as, I guess, the new Black Widow. With this movie, it really wasn't until the very... I was asking myself this. For the, for the first like hour of the movie, I honestly forgot I was in an MCU movie. Mm-hmm. Then, once it kind of clicked on me again, I'm like, okay, well, how is this going to advance this story and it really wasn't until that very end where wong shows back up that we realize okay this is how they're going to tie it into something um same thing kind of with eternals i I, my whole thing was like okay okay cool how is this advancing the mcu storyline that's not fair for all these movies these all movies all these movies need to be viewed as their own separate entity um, but unfortunately they're just a part of the big Marvel machine. And that's how I'm going to view all these movies now is how are you advancing the greater MCU storyline? Because that's what, that's what I care about at this point. Yes. I want to view these movies as, as they are, but I also like, I'm invested in what's going to happen next. I'm all, I've always been about what's going to happen next. And that's just how I view these movies. And it's unfortunate, but for both of those movies, it took a really long time for me to, to me, for me to realize, Oh, this is how they're going to turn it into something else. I did. I did the same thing in saying Chi because I, even Eternals, I had no idea besides they've been there. They watch things. What's happening again. Our theory, at least my theory was the multiverse happened. Well, obviously right. spoiler alert, wrong. It has nothing to do with it. As far as we yeah. know, as far as we know, um, I did the same thing with saying Chi. I was like, okay, what in the world does this have to do with, What's going on now? Now, when I... And we can start talking about Eternals. Now, then when I went into Eternals, because of how they advertised it, they said Marvel will change forever. So I went into that movie 
saying, okay, view this as a movie that has nothing to do with what we know because something's happening. But there were times where I'm watching this movie like, okay, when is an MCU tie-in going to happen? And you can even argue the end credit scene really had nothing to do with tying in the rest of the characters that we are we talking about Eternals? Yeah, now? Eternals. Like, oh yeah, spoiler nothing. Huge spoiler alerts it, for Eternals. It now. had it had it had nothing to do with it. Now, eventually, they will do something, um, and we know we're going to get more of them showing up. But it almost felt forced. Even the references that they did make, like the way they referenced. Captain America and the snap like it it just felt forced like it just did not feel like this should have been a Marvel movie and that was my whole thing I don't know that that helped I don't know that that helped it or hurt it but yeah it just it it was refreshing that they did a mar a movie within the Marvel universe that was different and that was not directly tied to anything else but at the same time, it just didn't really mesh with anything. I don't know. I have a lot of I have a lot of thoughts on Eternals, and I don't know if you're ready for those yet or not. Um, but yeah, it just it it really had nothing to do with it. And I guess until the very end, again, that seems to be the theme of really the last three MCU movies is we don't really find out how these are going to advance the story along until the mid credit or post credit scene because WandaVision or uh, Black Widow really wasn't that either until Julia Louis Dreyfus's character showed up. Yeah, no. So. But uh okay, Saint Chi was a good movie. We finally see how it's maybe gonna still but even then though what I liked was we know how it ties in, but we still don't know what his role is. We don't know anything about it, which is kind of refreshing of like we have no idea when he's gonna pop back up. No idea. Um yeah. then Eternals. Now you and I had you said you cut off from everything about reviews because you wanted to go in fresh. Yeah. Well, the the only <laughs> I kind of did that and I kind of did it. The only review I allowed myself to read was like when it when people watched. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. People got to see it, and I read the only thing I read was the reason why people may not like this is because it's a slow moving movie at first. And I said, okay, it's a new movie. That's not going to deter me from hating the movie or whatever. You go back and watch the beginning Marvel movies. It's the same thing. You have to introduce the story. You have to introduce all of this. And then it said, another reason why people aren't going to like this is because we are moving away from everything that we do know. And we have to set up the second half of this MCU or whatever you want to call it. And it's not going to be a Marvel movie. It's not going to feel like a Marvel movie. So when I went in, I said, okay. I'm going to watch this movie as a movie. Try not to look for that thing that's going to tie it into Doctor Strange or Spider-Man or or Iron Man or Captain America. But it's hard when they do force those little snippets like, who's going to lead the Avengers now? Oh, Thor followed me around when he was a kid. Now he doesn't return my phone calls, like that type of stuff. And I'm like, when you say that, then I'm looking into the movie. When they're on the airplane, did you see the old school Captain America shield in the background? When they're on the oh, private jet. I didn't notice that. If you look in the back, there was the... And Captain America, when he had the first shield when he was like the actor going around, okay. it was hanging up in the back. I didn't even notice that. Okay. So... Yeah. 
like that type of thing. I mean, I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. I really liked the movie, but it did, it was slow moving. It was very misleading. And then at the end, I can't help at the very end. You can't help yourself, but go, okay, how is this going to take us into this direction? Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Like how are we, um, yeah. So Eternals, <laughs> my 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 thing it, here. It felt like a DC um, movie. Okay, yeah, I could see that. So I, for reasons that I, for things that I knew, because of things that I knew, and because of the things that I had heard, I had very high expectations for Eternals. Mm-hmm. Um, reasons being one. It's director, Chloe Zhao, just won Best Director and Best Picture for her work on Nomadland last year. Reason being number two, this cast is incredible. Uh This is a, I mean, Selma Hayek, Angelina Jolie, Brian Tyree Henry, Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kit Harington. These are all great actors that it's a different group of people than than Marvel has used before. Um, and re and the third, I had flat out just heard that from one person on the internet that Marvel was saying this was their best movie they've ever done, mm-hmm. basically along those lines. So when the premiere happened, I didn't want anything ruined for me. I went on to Twitter and I muted everything to do with Eternals. That does not mean that some things did not slip through the cracks. I did see stuff on YouTube. And so by the time that I actually went to the movie this past Thursday, my expectations had been lowered drastically because the things that had slipped through the cracks basically said critics hate this movie. Mm -hmm. So this is not best picture material like I had originally thought it might be, was hoping it might be. I'm glad that my expectations were lowered because had I walked into that movie expecting it to be a best picture contender, I would have walked out extremely disappointed. But since I walked in knowing that it wasn't that, I left the movie pretty pleased overall. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought Eternals, I thought they took a lot of big swings even big swings for the MCU. Um, the MCU, as I've mentioned, has been fairly blueprinted out. Um, they follow a lot of the same strokes in every movie. Um, they are great about creating different types of movies, but they're all still following the same. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You know, they're all still following the same whatever order for operations or whatever you want to call it blueprint. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like Eternals took a lot of big swings. They did connect on some of those big swings. There were some that they did not connect on. Um, I think that overall, it is a fine movie. Uh, it is nowhere near best thing they've ever done material. Um, it is a, it, but it's a very different type of movie. It is more adult centric. Mm-hmm. This had a flat out sex scene yep. in this movie. Um, it was darker. This is not a movie for really the kids are going to enjoy. This is not a movie that's going to sell a lot of action figures. Um, this is this is a Marvel movie for adults, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very there's a lot going on. There's a lot of layers to this movie. Um, yet it has a very simplistic story. But there's still a lot to be had here. There's a lot of characters that we just have to be that they're trying to introduce to us. Um, it, it just there's a lot there's a lot going on in this movie, uh, and it, it's it's long. It's it's long, and I still don't think they did a very good job of using the time to their advantage to introducing people. I didn't really like how some of these characters were just in this movie for like 15 minutes at a time. Like mm-hmm. Brian Tyree Henry, we meet him at the very beginning of the movie. Then he disappears for like two hours. And we don't see him again until they go to his house and recruit him to join the squad. Kumal Nanjiani, who is the comic relief, he's entertaining, he's fun. He just ups and leaves, up and leaves in the in the end. And oh, he's just gone. He's just not even in the final scene. Like, what's going on? I, I just didn't, I, I don't understand like why we're doing some of this stuff. Um, I don't know. I, I I had high expectations for Eternals. They were lowered. I'm glad they were lowered because it was not it was not the movie that they thought it would be. I can see your DC comparison. Um, also, the the whole Superman reference was very odd. Am I am I supposed to believe that Superman is a thing in the in the Marvel universe? Is he just oh, referencing yeah. like a like a fictional character, like a comic? I don't know. Like this is odd to me. Like that was a strange line. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. I, I I don't know. I would I do want to watch it again. Um, I do think it was interesting. As I said, I do think they took a lot of swings. Um, some that, some that worked and some that didn't. I thought the cast for the most part was great when they were there, but a lot of them were just just disappeared. I mean, yes, some of them died, but like the other ones that didn't die in the movie, they just just weren't there for large chunks of the movie. Um, I thought Kit Harrington's character was super underutilized, had no idea he was just going to be there to bookend this movie for 15 minutes at a time. Um, 
the uh, you're are you a Game of Thrones person at all? I have Did not, you ever watch the show? I've never watched it. It was just strange for me to see. I didn't watch it until like I I binged it right before the, the last season started. So I'm not a lifer. I was mm. not on board, but it was just very weird to see Richard Madden and Kit Harrington standing there on screen together because they were brothers quote unquote in game of thrones and it was just odd to see them on screen i kind of laughed at that point like this is kind of funny um yeah i don't know if that's what you wanted me to say but like that's just well like that's just where i stand i just had a lot of things with them like i just don't know how this is supposed to how this is supposed to work for me and i i don't know i've heard i've read some things and i've heard some people talk about it i the whole thing with chloe zhao um directing this movie this movie was supposed to come out before the Oscars would have last year. Right. So it should have been Nomadland comes out, Eternals comes out, then the Oscars where she theoretically wins her Oscar for Nomadland. But it didn't happen that way. This movie came out after the Oscars. So they were editing this movie as after she had won or during this time that her Oscar campaign was going on, the MCU does not have Oscar winning directors in their arsenal. They just, they've had great directors, but nobody that they've ever had direct a movie is fresh off of a best picture nomination. So you have to think that she at that point has a lot more say in what's happening. Like I just directed a best picture nominee let me have more of a say in how this movie is edited and put together which is not normally we've talked about the whole thing with the rock and how he wanted more creative control than what feige and marvel wanted to give him and i'm venturing to guess that chloe was able to get more creative control in the post-production part of this movie because she had just won that oscar Mm mm-hmm than what normally would happen for an MCU movie. Now, did that make the movie better or worse? I don't know. Um, it was a visual, it looked different than any other Marvel movie. It was a more visually stunning. I mean, the cinematography alone, like that's just not something you see in these movies. They have great visual effects, great CGI. Um, they, they definitely had great shots, but like just the scope and the cinematography of some of these shots, is just like, this is not something that we have in these movies. Um, so that stuff was great, but I just I just wonder if she ended up having more to do with it in post production than a normal director would because of that. And I don't know that that made it any better or any worse, but I just think it's something to something of note, really, when it comes down to it. The reason why I say I feel like a DC movie was because when they would time jump backwards you know, and show what yeah. happened. It looked more colorful. And so I'm like, yeah. okay, this is Marvel. Then when they went back into where we were, there was a different color tone, in my opinion. And I'm like, okay, this yeah. is not as dark as a DC movie, but this yeah. feels like a DC movie when this happens. Um, yeah. And the adult side of it, you know, DC movies are a little more adult. And I think that's how Marvel made all their money was, we're going to gear towards younger generation up into our right. age. DC is like, oh, we're going to have more adult stuff going on. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. I just, I don't think that, and there were kids in my showing. I just don't think this is a, this is the first Marvel movie that I just don't think will appeal to the younger generation of Marvel fans. 
I right. just I don't see that happening. I mean, this isn't Iron Man or Spider Man or Shang Chi, like these big action movies. This is not that. I mean, this is more of a. This is just more of an epic. I'm sure you haven't I don't, you haven't seen Dune yet, probably have you? No. It just came in a few weeks ago. It's odd that these movies come out at the same time because these are both very much. These are like the two biggest epic sci-fi slow burn type of movies we've had in a long time huge scale big blockbuster huge cast and they're coming out with them like three weeks of each other like that's kind of odd like that shouldn't have happened um two different studios and they're obviously trying to compete with each other but um yeah it's just it was just very odd i think i didn't hate it i i enjoyed it um but it was just not what i was expecting i don't think it yeah. was and it wasn't. I, it, it was, it was the big epic sci-fi uh, cinema cinema esque. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is uh, movie that I was expecting, but I just don't think the story as a whole was really worked for me. I I don't know. And again, I'm I not, have, I'm trying to figure out when some some of this movie I think was filmed before COVID. And that's why. Oh I yeah, did, it was all. Oh yeah, it was supposed to come out last year. So it was okay. I mean, it, yeah. Because I was trying to tell myself, like, okay, maybe why we don't see some of these characters? Because I'm going into some. If you look at TV shows now and movies now, look how they're filmed, and you can kind of tell, like, because of COVID, they're doing things this way. Yeah, and, and I thought about that too, but like, this is a Marvel movie, and I love Kamal Nanjiani. He's a funny. He's a funny actor. He's a great comedian. What what does he have better to be doing? Like you he there that is that cannot be the reason that he's just gone for the last forty five minutes of this movie. He I mean it was set they made such a big deal about how he got into such good physical shape for this movie. What's he off doing? Shooting Stuber two? Like like that that was not the case there. It just it just isn't that I do not buy that for a because I did think about that too. Like why these people go missing, but like. Other than Angelina Jolie and Selma Hayek, yes, these are great actors that we're familiar with that have been doing things on both TV and and film for a while, but they're not huge names. Like, this is their biggest – I mean, this is by far the most – other than the the two Game of Thrones actors, which is a whole different thing, like, this is the biggest movie that any of these people have ever been in. Like, other than, you know, probably Angelina Jolie, but, like, I, I don't know. Like I thought, because I said I thought about that too, but I just that just doesn't make sense to me. Like there had to be some other reason as to why his character just says bye, and then he's just gone. Granted, I don't know what his particular skill set was going to help with, because they all had strange skill sets for what they were supposed to be doing. They were brought to Earth to protect this thing for thousands of years. One of them, like I, I don't know, like you create these these celestials created these Eternals. To come do this, protect this earth, and mm-hmm. you create one of them that is forever a child, and you create one of them that's deaf. Like that just doesn't make like I get that was more of them the you know, from a production standpoint, trying to be more inclusive, but from the story standpoint, that makes that like that makes no sense at all. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm done. I'm done venting. I'm done. Well, because I, I thought, thought it was fine. I thought I that, thought it was fine. I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. I thought uh his character was going to come back because that's Marvel's all like normally in a movie when a guy leaves like that, that's a hero. Like I'm just going to leave. 
I was expecting him to come back. You know, I was just waiting for yeah. the comic relief side of it to come back. Um, then Lauren Ridloff that played the deaf character, she's in the walking dead yep. too. Right. So right. I know in the walking dead, she was gone for a while cause she had to go film this movie. Yeah. And then I don't know if they had to refilm some of it during this off time of COVID because yeah. we'll get into the Marvel delayed. That's what I've heard about Dr. Strange. The reason why it's delayed is because they're refilming some of it. So like all this stuff and it's, it's whatever, but I'm glad I went into it. I'm really glad I read the review of like, you're not going to like it cause it's a more, not a Marvel true Marvel movie. And it, yeah. like, and it, it kind of said, forget everything, you know? And I said, okay, I'm going to walk into this just like a movie. I'm not going to look at it like a Marvel. And I'm glad I did. Cause it helped the movie. And I'm really glad that they had a twist, you know, like one of these heroes is actually like pushing yeah. this along and yeah. a huge twist. I'm really glad they had that. Um, I guess the only other tie-in is a celestial because we've seen one, you know, Peter Quill's dad was a celestial. Yeah, and... I thought that would be, I thought that there would be something more with that, but like, they don't even like reference. I don't know. That whole thing was strange. Um, Cause you thought they would. Cause I he... thought that there would be, I thought there'd be more of a connection to that. And it was just like, it wasn't even really a thing because so... he tried to get, take over the whole universe when he was planning those, you know, plants all over, you know, and, I was waiting for a reference of like, oh, a celestial went off and tried to do this or whatever. And they don't look the same. So that was another thing that kind of threw me for a loop was this is a celestial. And then like that part, that type of stuff threw me for a loop. Um, right. And then the, the end credit scene, you know, where he takes them and says, I'm going to look at your memory and decide if Earth should live. So now obviously they have to come back. Yeah. Um, and then we get the post credit scene with Thanos' brother, and I was like, oh, what is this? Like, that was huge, I thought. Yeah. Um, Harry Styles. <laughs> Harry Styles. What's his name in the thing? Star Fox? Is that his name? And I'm like, oh, God. Is that uh, his? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't know. It, that yeah. had a Guardians of the Galaxy vibe when he showed up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was very much like it was. Guardians was it wrong of yeah. me? Was it wrong of me to hope that in the end credit scene that Thor would have shown up? because of the reference earlier. No, I was expecting, I think I knew Harry Styles was supposed to be in this. I think that was, I think there was a big spoiler thing that was floating around the internet that I avoided because of my muting. But I, I knew he was supposed to be in the movie, but even when he showed up, I was like, wait a second, who is this? And I'm like, oh yeah, Harry Styles. But yeah, I was expect. I figured somebody, like this has to be one of the very first Marvel movies we've had in a long time that a, form like somebody that we know isn't in there i mean i'm thinking like shang chi we saw wong black widow obviously is a character we're familiar with um spider-man like the last time we had a a captain marvel we saw we saw um sam jackson nick fury was in that um even the post-credits scene that, think, that post-credits scene set up Guardi i mean guardians really didn't have another an earlier mcu person in it and that was an origin story spider-man had iron man um ant-man had falcon falcon uh dr strange wasn't thor and dr strange or and, was and dr strange and thor both at the end of end of dr strange it shows thor sitting there like in the okay. post-credit scene yeah like this has to be like the first 
origin story we've had in a long time that does not feature any other character from that we're already familiar with. Right. Right? Am I wrong? Like they reference them, yeah, but none of, nobody actually shows up. Right. Which I think is strange. I mean, whatever, it's it's a different type of movie and they just made that decision to not do it, but I was just fully expecting that because that's something we always see in these movies. We always meet we always see somebody that we know from a previous movie and that just did not happen in here. So That's why at the end Yeah. When he when he referenced Thor, like Thor followed me around as a kid and now he doesn't answer my calls and they're out in space, I thought like well, then I was like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, Thor is thousands of years old. Like, then it all kind of came back together. Um, I kind of thought maybe he would have shown up at the end just yeah, because he was referenced. that was probably the most logical one, but he's also off with the Guardians now and all that stuff. So, And then the the next credit scene, I looked at it. I had no clue until they reported yeah. that the voice was the new Blade character. Yeah, that's the one that I mentioned. I thought at first that it was Jeffrey Wright who uh-huh. plays the Watcher in What If. That was the first thing I thought when I heard the voice. But yeah, there was the report that Chloe Zhao has confirmed. I think it was Chloe Zhao that confirmed that it was Mahershala Ali, I guess, mm-hmm. um, who's going to be Blade. Um, okay, cool. That means Kit Harrington's going to be in the new Blade movie. That's dope. Um, whatever. That's That's fun. I'm kind of excited for Blade. I never saw the original one, but I know that's another one that's going to be more adult-oriented. The first Blade movies were, like, rated R. So, I mean, I I think this is going to be... I don't know that they'll have it rated R. I just don't know that I see... I don't know. That's a whole different topic. But they already have the Deadpool movies now that they're going to have to... They're going to have to keep those rated R. So, will they make Blade rated R? I think it's certainly an interesting question. I don't see. I know that they've talked about Doctor Strange being a a uh, horror movie. I don't see that being rated R. Um, I, I see I, it being more that, of a uh, the zombie thing. Maybe, maybe. Like, I don't think. I I wasn't saying that the zombies are going to show up in that movie. I'm just saying that the zombies. I think that's something they could use down the road. I could see it being like the Morbius movie that's going to come out. That looks like a horror movie. Could to be. Me. Maybe, but I'm. I don't think it'll be rated R. That's what I was getting at. Oh yeah, no, Blade. No. Blade. I could see potentially being their first MCU R-rated movie. Right. Um. But no, Doctor Strange. Even though it'll be a horror movie, so to speak, which I use that term loosely because I just really doubt that. I don't. It won't be rated R. That's too much of a mainstream character for them to do that no. to it. So. But yeah, when when the credits happened. First of all, like five people got up. There was not a lot of people in the theater I went to. They saw it in the IMAX one, but I wasn't paying the money. Oh. So I saw it in the normal. Yeah. In the normal, there was like only like 25 of us. It was strange. But like five people got up and left, and everybody goes, what are you doing? The credits are happening. You have to sit here and watch. So in the credit scenes, that's where I was waiting for oh, yeah. another character. And when it showed the blade, I didn't even think, because that referenced everything. He shows a yeah, sword. But then I was kind of no waiting. Clue. You know who I was waiting for, and you're going to hop off. I was waiting for Doctor Strange or Wong. Oh my god! But I was I, see ya. I thought it was Wong. I actually thought Wong would have shown up, just because of the vibe I was getting. I was like, "Is Wong going to show up?" Because he's a big. You character just think now. Doctor Strange is supposed to show up in everything, don't you? He's tied to everything. That man has more than enough to do than show up in every single Marvel. And they've movie. got to film Sherlock Holmes season four or five, whatever it is. They got to get back on that. But okay. 
we're we're done. <laughs> actually, I actually I really kind of hoped it was like Wanda. Like now we get to tie in. I was kind of hoping, but it just yeah. or 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 Mephisto. Part of me was like, okay, is that going to pop up? No, it it was. I don't know. It was. I think Thor was probably the most likely candidate to show up. Um, but yeah, we've seen it now, and nobody did. I wish so it was. I wish Thor got. We apparently got Mahershala Ali's voice. So before we, I don't know, because we'll wasn't. wrap up here soon. I was kind of hoping it was Thor, and I really was hoping because I walked out of the theater going, "How cool would have been if Thor would have shown up and Thor would have known those people were on Earth." Like I think that would have been a cool twist. He might. I mean, they might reveal that at some point. I don't know. And he's not Fat Thor anymore. Pictures came out. He's not Fat Thor anymore. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, he dropped dropped that weight. Dang it! Um, What's next on your Google sheet? I mean, I'm just mad that Marvel movies got delayed. I understand why, but these well, movies. Well, did all you see back. the stuff about Black Panther that just came out? They just stopped Black Panther. Yeah, they're not. Re- they stopped filming. altogether because Letitia Wright got hurt in yeah. August. Yeah. So that might have been part of the reason as to why they pushed everything back. I don't. I don't know. I know that there's because Doctor Strange is supposed to be the next one, right after Spider Man. Isn't that the first one in 2022? Yeah. So Spider Man comes out before it. Spider Man's coming out December seventeenth, and then Doctor Strange is now May six. Is that so? That is the first one in 2022. Is now all the way in May. Yep, and then Thor comes out in July. Now, okay. because yeah, I don't. I don't know the reasoning as to why some uh, they pushed all this stuff back, but sounds like well, I think that the I think the Black Panther thing was probably already getting was probably already an issue because they've had to rewrite it. They've had to rework that whole thing. It's going to come out oh. now, November 11th. Yep. And I can see that getting pushed back. Year from now. But like, from, yeah. I, I, a guy I coach with, he's a big Marvel guy, and he had heard, and I, I couldn't find it. I didn't look too hard. Something about they may be refilming some of Doctor Strange. I have no idea if that's true. Um, I mean, it makes sense since it's the first one, and that's where they started the whole pushback, but I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm so mad because I was going to come out because I told myself, okay, Doctor or Spider-Man comes out in December. We don't have to wait terribly long to see the effects of Spider-Man and Doctor Strange because you know that's just, it's just immediately going to happen right after. But now we got to wait until May to like figure it out. And But I mean, to hold us over, we'll have Spider-Man. Hawkeye still coming out November 24th. Um... I think that was it because Miss Marvel doesn't have a date yet. Moon Knight is coming out in 2022. She-Hulk, like none of these have like a date. Besides the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, that's December 2022. Yeah. That, that was my, I just wanted to say I was just really upset about it. Um, yeah, I knew you would be. I mean, the only other two things I had was theories from the Spider-Man trailer. And then if you wanted to redo your... I had a hard time with the MCU rankings because I was like, oh, wait a minute, I got to do the TV shows. So you I don't, go back you and... Don't, you, I already did it. I only said that because I have I have an ongoing list. Um, one of the websites that I use for all my movie stuff, I'm just, I just always have that going. So I tweeted it out yesterday and I had some people were talking to me about it. So I was like, well, this would be great for us to talk about tomorrow. Now, you know what the sad like thing it. is? If I make it tomorrow, it'll be different. 
because I'll think about it a little no, longer. That's like, fair. Did you did you actually not look at my tweet or did you? Did I actually you find it. I did not look. Okay. So do you want me to do you want me to just talk about my list and then you can just kind of like give me your opinions on you know oh. how where I'm right where I'm wrong. Yeah, you can give me yours, and then if you want me to give okay. you mine, you could critique me on how bad it is. But all right, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go line by line, and then you tell me where, where, what you agree, what you don't agree with. Okay. All right, I'm going to pull up the tweet so, too to help me look. No, don't look. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh-oh. I don't. I I want. I don't want you to know. Okay. As I'm going, phones this, down, okay? computers away. I just, I just want you to listen to me. If you want to look at your list as you're going through this, all right, and we can compare. But all I will right. go line by line. Okay, so this list has 29 movies and shows. What if is is for whatever reason not an option on this website? So what if is not in here? If I was going to do what if, it would probably be, I don't know. We'll get there. But 26 through 29. All right, in 20. So my last place, I have. Um, Thor the Dark World, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is the worst Marvel movie. 28, I have The Incredible Hulk, or if it's just called The Hulk, The Incredible Hulk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Incredible Hulk is fine as a movie. Uh, it just does not fit in with the rest of the MCU, like nope. at all. Nope. Um, Iron Man 3, I have at 27. And I have Iron Man 2 at 26. Not a huge fan of either of the Iron Man sequels mm-hmm. 25 i have captain marvel i know this is a little low for what some people think um basically from this point up i don't hate any of these movies set the record straight the, those bottom four i'm not huge fans of 25 and up i enjoy all these movies this is just the order i have captain marvel 25 thor 24 Avengers Age of Ultron 23. That is kind of universally accepted as just not a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my first TV show that shows up. Falcon Winter Soldier. I have a 22. Thought that was a fine TV show. I just didn't really know what they were doing with it. And then I have Black Widow at 21. Uh, I enjoyed Black Widow. I just, as I talked about on here, I thought it was fell victim to awful timing when it came out it should have came out five years ago and the fact that it didn't and we already knew the fate of this main character i just i don't know that's where i have it number 20 you're not gonna like this one i have it at number 20 i'm not even gonna say it because you know what it is this has been a fun podcast we're gonna have to stop (laughs) i'm gonna mute logan now i i like dr strange I just don't love that movie. I know you do. I know you're a huge fan. It's probably like number one on your list. No, it's, it's just it's probably lower it's just than what not you think. there. It's just not there for me. As I said, I enjoy all these movies. It's just it should probably be a little higher than what it is, but I think it it's it is where it is. I have the first Captain America at nineteen. I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. At 18? Yeah, I know. You Continue. Is that, the, <laughs> is that the only Marvel movie you own on DVD? Oh, uh, i got plenty of others. Don't you worry. Oh, okay. I have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 at 18. I have yeah. The Eternals at 17. Yeah. Um, again, I enjoyed The Eternals. 
I think that it had the potential to be much, much higher on this list. Mm-hmm. But it just did not hit there. It did not get there for me. So I have Eternals at 17. Uh, then I have Loki, part one of whatever they're doing with Loki. I have it 16. I know a lot of people really love that show. I didn't hate it. I liked it. I just didn't really fall in love with it like some people did. Now, I did like... Um, I liked his character. I liked Sylvie. I liked the introduction introduction of King of the Conqueror. But as a whole, that's where it sits. Top 15. I have Ant-Man and the Wasp at 15. It's pretty high I have that. Ant-Man. I have Ant-Man at 14. Back to back. I feel like these movies are fairly interchangeable to me. Um... At 13, I have Spider-Man Far From Home. It was a fine sequel. It is where it is. From here on out, 12 and up are are my are just my favorites. All of these. Some of these are fairly interchangeable. I have Iron Man at 12. I have Shang-Chi at 11. Spider-Man Homecoming at 10. WandaVision. I loved WandaVision. I have WandaVision at nine. The original Avengers at eight. Captain America Civil War at seven. Thor Ragnarok at six. Captain America the Winter Soldier at five. Avengers Endgame at four. Guardians of the Galaxy number three. For the record, it is my favorite Marvel movie. But when I came to putting this list together, I had to put it just slightly below the other two. The list that I tweeted out had my one and two different from what I'm going to tell you right now. I decided to switch them right before we started doing the show. I tweeted out that Black Panther was one and Infinity War was two. But I switched that. I have Black Panther at two and Infinity War at one. I think Infinity War... I think Black Panther is the best Marvel movie they've ever made. I think that Guardians is my favorite Marvel movie they've ever made. I think Infinity War is the second best and it's my second favorite. So for that reason, I put it at number one. All right. Believe there it or go. not, I think your you bot... You with everything except Dr. Strange. <laughs> I think our bottom... Eight or ten, somewhere in there. Bottom nine are pretty similar. It's when we start getting bottom nine. Bottom nine would be everything. Before, everything after Doctor Strange, right? So yeah, I that think that's kind of sense. where <laughs> that's kind of where we kind of get thrown yeah. off. So, okay. twenty nine for me was Hulk. I really yep. hated that movie, and it, no yep. fault to anybody. That was just that was way back at the beginning stages. Hated it. Thor The Dark World did not do it for me. I was had expectations when I first watched it. Bad. It's bad. It's a bad movie. Then I have Iron Man 2. Yep. At 27. 26, I had Captain Marvel. And okay. then 25, I have Iron Man 3. Because over time that I've rewatched Iron Man 3, I'm like, okay, it grew on me a little bit. That's fair. But Iron Man 2 is just bad. It's, it's a bad movie. Yep. Uh, 24... Uh, is Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? Yes. Okay. I don't know why. That, that movie kind of annoys me. I don't know why. That's okay. I understand. I typed the wrong one. I put Far From Home, but I actually enjoy Far From Home. Okay. Um, 23, I put What If. 
only because yeah. it's entertaining. 22 was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. 21 was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Now again, I don't hate yep. I don't hate right. I don't hate it at all. Yep, I I'm with you. I know what you mean. Number 20 for me because I enjoy movies unlike Logan who does puts Doctor Strange at 20. I put Avengers Age of Ultron at 20. Okay. Number 19 was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yep. Uh, 18 was Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. 17 was Black Widow. Okay. 16 is Thor. Okay. 15 was Eternals. Okay. This is where maybe you will hop off. 14, I put WandaVision. At 14. No, that's no, that's fine. Thir- I have no qualms with that. Thirteen was Saint Chi, because I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Twelve was Avengers, like the original. Yeah. Eleven was Ant Man. Yep. Now this is where ten I put Black Panther. That's fine. I I know a lot of people that don't love that movie. I like um, the movie. I maybe have to rewatch it more. But it's it's not my favorite. I have it that high on my list because I do think it is probably one of the I think it is the best movie the movie they've made. Um that does not mean it's my favorite. It's not my favorite. Um but I do have it super high because when I put this list together I I consider both of those things, which I know a lot of people don't. Um I do. So that's why I have it as high as I do. But I know plenty of people that aren't in love with that movie. So I top ten is fine. Number nine, I put Loki. Okay. Number eight, I put Iron Man. Yep, that's fair. Uh oh, I think I'm missing a movie. Did I put something twice? I think you you got off somewhere because you started at 29, which is what I have, but you also have you also added what if, which I didn't have in this. So somewhere you you Oh, because I changed somewhere. it. I originally had 30 and then I changed it. You should have 30 if you're including Okay, what if. so Add a number to all that. So right now I'll read. I'll say number. Not that's what I did. I'm gonna do two number eights here. Okay. Because I have Captain America, the first one, and Iron Man. Iron Man at eight. Captain America at nine. Okay. That's where I screwed up. And then at number seven would be Captain America: Civil War. So I have those three. I I have those three together. Number six is Doctor Strange. For me. That's fair. I know a lot of people, not you, that also love that movie. So um, it is a movie. It's fine. like Step Brothers, where I have to re- had to rewatch it. Doctor Strange, once I rewatch it, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's a great movie. I'm, I was not trying to, in- to insinuate that it's not. It's just not as high on my list. But I six is, is respectable, for sure. Number five, I put Thor Ragnarok. That movie really grew on me. I didn't like it at first, but again, I had to really look at it. I go, oh, I yeah. love this movie. Uh, number four was Captain America Winter Soldier. Yep. Number three was Guardians of the Galaxy. Two was Endgame. One was Infinity War. I think Infinity War was their best movie by far. Endgame is not their best movie they've done, but the impact of it was huge. Yep. Like when I first watched it, I said it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. Then I went and rewatched it again and I said, no, the impact was huge. Yep. But it's not the best movie they've ever done. No. 
I yeah, Endgame is will forever be one of the single greatest film movie going experiences I've ever had. Mm-hmm. And I love that movie. But Infinity War is the better movie. And it I enjoyed it more as a movie. I think in terms of best and favorite, because I like to just insinuate that those two things are different. My top three favorite MCU movies would be Guardians, Infinity War, and then probably Endgame after that. Maybe maybe Ragnarok. My top three best, I think, are Black Panther, Winter Soldier, and Infinity War. Yeah, so we're... Best made movies. We're not yeah. crazy far off. I think Doctor no, Strange we're not. and... We're I, not. I think that's the one that was way off. And then I screwed up. Yeah, that was... That was the biggest difference we had. But yeah, I mean, I think we're right around the same place on most of these. So that's what happened. Yeah, I had, that's good. I deleted Captain that's America good. to put in Loki up there and then I forgot to change yeah. it. Then I screwed it up. For for what if, I would probably put what if and like, I don't know, I had Ultron, Thor, and Captain Marvel. It would probably be somewhere in there. Um, so like 23, 24, 25, something like that. The biggest for one people if. have ever disagreed with me on is Spider-Man. Because people loved the Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, the Spider-Man Homecoming was probably the, the strangest one, in my opinion, that you had. That I mean, it's. I don't think any of them are bad. I mean, any of these movies are bad other than maybe four of them. But um, Thor and Hulk are terrible movies. Yeah, they're just bad. terrible. Thor: The Dark World is yeah. It's yeah, the, it's good. just Hulk. Terrible. I don't think Hulk is that bad of a movie. It's just it just does not fit at all within the rest of the MCU. Like it just. If you want People to talk about call a, it the black, it is it is absolutely the black sheep of the MCU. You want to talk about a movie that does not matter literally at all until the very last minute in that credit scene when Iron and Tony Stark shows up, literally yeah. meant nothing. Yeah, like we we think Eternals meant nothing, but it's going to mean something. Hulk literally meant nothing because we never had another solo one ever again. So it literally meant nothing. I know, but yeah, we weren't I too know. far off. We're not far off. I'm sorry for the. I don't love Doctor Strange as much. I don't dislike the movie, as I've said. I enjoy the Doctor Strange movie. I just don't. I think I, I rank it so high for it that I don't have the same love for it that you and a lot of other people have. It's that ranked was one high of the for me. That I did get. It's only ranked that high for me because it won a Benedict Cumberbatch. But if you actually look at Marvel, I think because it's gonna have a huge impact. I think that's why I've started to rank it higher because of the. If you would ask me this when it first came out, I probably would have ranked lower. But my mind is so fresh on where it's going, where Marvel is going, and it's going to have a big impact because they've already referenced it a lot of stuff. You have to back and rewatch it. Phrases that are said in that movie have come back, so yeah. it's like I think that's why it's ranked higher. Oh, I mean, it's very it's very important, especially for everything that's happening um, from now on. I mean, I think Doctor Strange is going to have a huge impact in um, some of this stuff. At the time that it came out, I'm not sure it had a huge impact, right? right. But from the from the future i mean from obviously from Endgame and you know all that stuff it had a huge impact so uh yeah no i i'm i'm with you I'm all right any you. final thoughts the next thing that comes out is hawkeye hawkeye yeah, coming up here real soon and then uh spider-man yeah we didn't really talk about that trailer um i know you got to go i just know mephisto's probably involved we're all gonna lose our minds um no my whole thing with spider-man you mentioned it i I think we're I think what they're going to do is they are setting up for him to leave the MCU. I think Sony is going to take him back. They're going to have this big hurrah 
as his last movie in the MCU. They're bringing, they still haven't, we still haven't had confirmation, but Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are probably going to be in this movie as are Alfred Molina, Jamie Foxx, and I don't know how many other villains from the other Spider-Man movies are all going to be in this big movie. And that'll be the last. Now he supposedly does still have one more movie. In, on his MCU contract, it's not a standalone Spider-Man movie, but supposedly, to- or what's his name, Tom Holland is supposed to show up in one other future MCU project. Don't know what that is. Don't know how it's going to tie in, but I believe they're going to use the multiverse as a way to get him out of the MCU, so Sony can have him back and Sony can make all the money off of them and probably screw it up. But. Um, I don't know. Whatever. The They've thing, done some good things with Spider-Man. They've done some bad things with Spider-Man. The only, the only thing is, and this may be my last thing, the reason why I really am going to relook at the what if Doctor Strange is because of the theories of is this really the Doctor Strange that we have watched? Because right when that came out, the theory was why is he being reckless with a spell? Because then we see the train from the original Spider, one of the original Spider-Mans that he's on, and so that's yeah. the big thing. Is this really Doctor Strange? Is it Mephisto? When you see a wink in the MCU, that means the opposite of what's happening. And yeah, I don't know what I don't know what's happening there. There's a lot of strange things. I actually think it is Doctor Strange, but for the off chance that it's really not him or something, because again, we've already torn the MC- the multiverse is torn open at this point yeah. in time. So the another reason why could this be a different Doctor Strange is what happened and what if actually happened because it's rumored that the that uh, what's her face from Doctor Strange um, is coming back. Uh, Rachel McAdams. Yeah, uh, the ancient one. Oh, the yeah, yeah, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, it's rumored that she's coming back either not in Spider Man but in the Multiverse of Madness, and then and then what if she was the reason why there was two Doctor Stranges. Did this already like that's what I'm gonna just look at. Not saying it's gonna happen, but I want it in the back of my mind of You are diving deep into theory. No, no, that's friend. as far as I go. That's as far as I go. I know. And I'm done with it. We will see Mephisto. We will see Ghost Rider at some point. But okay. that's it. That's all. But all right. Good talk. <laughs> those were our final thoughts, I think. Yeah, I think so. Did you did you watch uh you probably have it. You have Disney Plus now, right? You yeah. do have Disney Plus. Yeah. You got to watch Jungle Cruise. It'll be on Disney Plus for free. Uh, your boy, The Rock. That's the other movie I didn't get to go watch. That and Venom. Those were It'll the be two. on Disney Plus on November 12th for you to watch. So The day before my birthday. So that's my birthday gift I, to myself. I enjoyed it. It wasn't as... I was expecting it to be a little more, but I enjoyed it. But anyway. All right. All right. That's it. All right. Well, that's it. Blouses. Blouses?
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.